Hello and welcome to the Bright Morning Podcast. I'm Elena Aguilar. So friends, for the month of August, in preparation for the new school year, we've got a special mini-series for you that we're calling Starting Strong. Starting Strong for new school year, and I'm going to offer you all kinds of tips and suggestions and guidance for starting off the new school year as a coach or as a leader, because as you know, so much of what I share is relevant in any kind of leadership role. I'm going to give you suggestions for things like organizing your notes and notebooks, as well as how to clarify a vision for yourself, how to clarify what coaching is in your school or organization, how to launch the school year with good relationships with both clients and your supervisors, principal, folks who are directing you. So all that is coming up in the next four weeks. Before I get into this episode in which I'm really going to guide you to start with your way of being and help you identify who you want to be this year, I do want to shout out a friend of the show, Elizabeth B. from South Carolina. Thank you for being a friend of the show. I also want to extend a heartfelt thank you to our listener with the username Brown who left a review on Apple Podcasts that read, Mini episodes equals morning motivation. I love this podcast. I listen to the mini episodes in the morning on my way to work or driving between schools that I serve. It's the perfect morning routine to help center myself in the work, get inspired, and get great tips that elevate my coaching conversations with the new and early career teachers that I coach. Elena's work has been a huge help to me. Read the books, worked through the workbooks, etc., and now the podcast is such a great addition to continuing the thinking, learning, and growing as a coach. Thank you so much. To the author of that review, thank you so much. Folks, leaving a review really helps, and it is a super easy and free way to support the show. So consider pausing this episode right now, jumping over and leaving that review, or maybe do it after you listen to the episode. Okay, friends, let's get into this episode on starting strong, grounding in a vision for this school year. Now, I am going to mention a bunch of of resources and things that you might find useful, and you'll find links to those in the show notes. So definitely check out the show notes. And also, I want you to know that throughout this series, we are playing around with our social media, and we are going to have a lot of extras on Instagram. Hop over to the Bright Morning Instagram feed and check out the supplemental material that we have there that goes along with these episodes. You might be surprised. It's going to be fun. Okay, let's get into this episode. So if you have listened to me or read me for probably more than like 45 seconds, 
you've probably heard me talk about how much I value reflection. I do end of the year reflection and month reflection, kind of daily reflections, really. Anyway, I've lately been reflecting on where I was 10 years ago, because, you know, a decade and all. And 10 years ago was actually a really significant chapter in my professional life. In the summer of 2012, I was working on the final edits to The Art of Coaching, to the manuscript. It was due on August 5th, 2012. And my first book and that summer, I was so nervous and I was working so hard. Anyway, I was also in that summer 10 years ago, preparing to transition into a new role in which I would be the director of a team of transformational coaches in the Oakland Public Schools. This was a role and a team that I had proposed and it had been approved and I was going to be supervising and managing eight coaches. It was a big shift for me. It was really scary. I was so nervous and super excited. And I remember that summer doing a couple of key things to prepare. First, I was reflecting on the previous few years of my professional career life in the Oakland Public Schools. And in those previous few years, I'd been a part of a team. And I was thinking so much about who I had been in that team who my supervisor was, how they had led our team. I was also thinking about where I felt like I was effective, where I'd done a good job, and where I wanted to kind of improve on my leadership skills, my coaching skills. So that was the first half. And then the second thing I was doing was thinking about who I wanted to be going into my new role. And, you know, that question, who do you want to be, is at the core of transformational coaching. Transformational coaches explore ways of being, beliefs, and behaviors. Every action we take emerges from a belief. And beliefs and ways of being are tightly entwined. I write about this in the Art of Coaching, in the Art of Coaching workbook, a lot. And so as I was preparing to go into my new role, I was doing this. I was really thinking, who do I want to be? And I was looking at the connections between my desired states of being, my beliefs, and my behavior. So if this is who I want to be, then what do I need to believe and what do I need to do as I was preparing to welcome in this team of coaches and undertake the commitments we'd made? So this question of who do you want to be is also really linked to a second question, two questions that actually need to be inseparable, which is who do you need to be for the people that you're serving? Who do you want to be And who do you need to be for the people that you're serving, right? For teachers, they serve students. School leaders could be thought of as, yes, also, of course, serving students and serving teachers. So this is the question I want you to think about. Who do you want to be in this new school year? And who do you need to be for the people you're serving? Now, to answer that question, I want you to start by thinking back, by reflecting on last year, maybe on the last couple of years. Who were you last year? When you think about your way of being, the beliefs that you held, what comes up? What insights do you get into what you were good at, where you might have uncovered some growth areas? 
think about last year and also think about what you feel really proud of, what you feel like you learned, who were your teachers, what was challenging, who were your teachers who perhaps at the time you felt like, I don't want you to be a teacher, you know what I mean? Those people who teach you a lot, even though some of those lessons and some of the process might be difficult. When I was preparing to go into that new role 10 years ago, one of the things I was reflecting on was a supervisor I'd had for a couple of years who I really struggled with. And I was thinking about her leadership and what was hard for me and what I wanted to replicate or be very intentional to not replicate In retrospect, I did realize that I learned so much from that manager. I learned about leadership, but I also learned about my own needs, my own boundaries. So I want to encourage you to think about last year and think about what you learned from the difficult moments, from the challenging teachers, perhaps. Here's another way to think about last year. Think about your core values. Again, if you have listened to me or read my work at all, I talk a lot about core values. I will link an activity in the show notes that I always give people and invite them to do in the beginning of a learning experience with me. And then I suggest doing it at the beginning of every school year or maybe every couple of years. So after you've identified your core values, if you haven't yet, then think about last year and how you lived them, how you acted on them. I want to actually challenge all of you now, especially those of you who have done work with core values for some time. I want to challenge you to take this reflection about your core values into another arena. I want you to think about how other people may or may not have seen you live your core values. Maybe think about a teammate or colleague that you really trust. What might they say about how they observed you living your core values? And then think about maybe a supervisor or a colleague or a teammate that you feel ambivalent about or that maybe even you have some conflict with. What do you think they might say about how they saw you living your core values? Do you think that everyone saw you living your core values last year? Where did you fall short? Our core values are usually aspirational. It's inevitable that we will fall short of fully living into them every day, every week. That might be, in fact, why we identify them as core values, because they are what we are striving to experience and demonstrate. And so notice if you have any sort of like squirmy feelings that come up, those feelings of like, oh, yeah, I don't know if I really lived my value of authenticity last year in this instance. Just notice these are points for learning. Thinking about last year in this vein of discomfort, what comes to mind when you think about what you want to just put aside and not think about anymore? A person, an incident, something that you said or did, what do you want to stop thinking about? 
And then I want to encourage you to keep thinking about it because there's probably something still for you to learn in that story. So here's one of the core ideas I'm getting us to. If you want to start strong, you need to have a vision for yourself for this coming year. And the more that vision is informed by your learnings from last year or previous year, the stronger it will be, the clearer that vision will be. So reflect, think back, think about the challenges, the learning, the bright spots, and then start shifting into identifying a vision for yourself. Now, there's many ways to go about that. You might, for example, brainstorm words that you want to hold for the year, images of how you want to feel, emotions that you want to feel. You might identify a vision for yourself based on naming your needs for the school year. There's a resource that I write about in Coaching for Equity in the Art of Coaching workbook and that I reference a lot. It is the Nonviolent Communication Needs Inventory. I will also link that in the show notes. And that can be a really useful entry point for identifying your vision for the year. Identify your needs, the emotions that you wanna feel. So for me coming into this next school year, at the top of my list of needs is a need for ease. Now, I encourage you to explore what those needs are about for you. For me, ease allows me to access and express my creativity. A state of ease allows me to feel relaxed and to connect deeply with others. A state of ease allows me to feel calm and focused. So maybe there is a need or an emotion that can translate into a word or phrase that you want to hold for yourself as a vision for this school year. You might also see if you can make connections between that word and your core values. You might also want to envision this school year by literally looking at images, maybe doing a collage, grab some magazines, scissors, glue, have fun with it. So I'm naming again a whole bunch of entry points for how to craft a vision. You might be inclined to start with core values or a word, a need, an emotion, an image. Enter wherever it makes sense for you, wherever you feel energy to enter into this exploration, and then also explore the web of connections. So how does that point at which you enter, maybe core values or something, connect with lessons from last year? How does it connect to your needs? How does it connect to professional aspirations? How does it connect to the legacy you want to leave? How does it connect to your vision for your life? How does it connect to very specific roles or projects that you are moving into? Look for the web of connection after you found the entry point. Look for all the other questions that come up, the connections you make, the things that you think about. I talk a lot also about the spheres of influence and control. 
I will link that in the show notes. And the Art of Coaching Workbook is another place that has a lot on the spheres of influence and control. The Art of Coaching Workbook, if y'all don't have that yet, is um, what I'm going to recommend over and over and over as a starting point if you are a new coach. I mean, get the Art of Coaching, the book and the workbook together. And for those of you who have my other books but haven't yet picked up the Art of Coaching Workbook, it's not just a workbook. It has a ton of content in it as well. Okay, back to spheres of influence and control in that book. I talk about this a lot. One of the few things that you can control are your thoughts. Your emotions are very deeply connected to your thoughts. There are many people who say our thoughts create our emotions. So by extension, we could say we can also control our emotions. That's on the periphery for me because there's more to unpack there. But you can learn how to control your thoughts or really have the thoughts you want to have have the thoughts that are empowering. What this means really is you create your own reality. It's a hard thing for me to accept sometimes, I gotta admit, but you do. You create your own reality through the thoughts that you think. And some of those thoughts can be connected to your vision for this coming year. So in some ways you can really control or have a tremendous influence over what kind of year you have by starting with envisioning what you want it to be, that envisioning or thoughts. Envision what you want it to be by looking backwards and forwards simultaneously. Who have you been? What did you learn? Who do you want to be? Who are you serving? Who have you been? Who do you want to be? All right, friends, so I'm going to leave that there for our first episode of Starting Strong. Would you do me a favor? If you found this episode useful, would you share it with a friend, a colleague, someone who might also find it useful? Thank you. And also, thank you to Leslie Bickford, who is the podcast producer, and to Stacey Goodman, who is the sound engineer. I'll see you all next week with our next episode. And don't forget to jump over to our Instagram page and see the supplemental material we've got there. All right. Be well, everyone. Bye.